you've tuned into channel 8301. Now back to the show. Very, very, very. Wow, what a truly inspiring story. It's so great for you to be here today. 
notorious, and I was a little awkward, forced me to explain why you're qualified enough to be on the show. But we are now mandated to do that by our studio, because last week we had a guest host who totally dropped the ball, made a three-minute-long episode, and didn't even include our post recorder segment. So, ladies and gents, don't worry. We're going to have two of those this week to make up for that. All right. Now, we've got a little more time before the game actually starts. Why don't we talk about teams? Who can we expect to see out there today? Tyler, I know you've got a lot of insight. Well, I will talk about the home team because, well, I used to play for them. Really? I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Well, I used to play for the home team. The, uh, the... Edmonton Oreos. Now they're 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 pretty. It's a rookie team this year, and I think that uh, I think that they're going to show up uh, just what it means to be fresh faced and ready to play. You know, rookie teams do tend to bring a lot of new energy and excitement to the game, especially because a lot of people maybe look down on them, but a rookie can come out of nowhere and surprise in the last minute. It's true. Oftentimes, rookies, well, not as experienced in the game, often do have more energy than some of the other players. That's true, and sometimes rookies are just naturally faster. Yep. Well, let's, uh, let's hear about our away team. Do you want to take that one, or should we give it to our uh, yes thing? Well, I know a lot about this away team, but I, I don't want to step on his feet there. What do you think? Darryl? Well, I, I think they, could have, they got a good shot at the uh, title this year. Um, Oh, of course, yes. We are not very deep in the season, after all. Yeah, no, it's only about the seventh one, actually. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I think some of their uh, more elderly players with a little, they often the experience that I think they might be dragging the team down a little bit. We might be looking at a mid-season trade coming up soon. Oh, that would be interesting. That would mm. be very interesting. And, sorry, for those listening at home, what is the name of the away team? It's the uh, Miami Jerry, short for Miami Geriatrics, of course. Of course. How can I How can I forget? Formerly known as the Miami Gators, though they have aged out of that name. Yeah. Well, it looks like the teams are uh, taking the field at this moment. And, uh, right. right. Now, there are a few key players to watch out for in this game. You've got... Uh, I know a lot of you at home are uh, placing bets around you know, what will happen in this game, the outcome, which are uncertain at the moment, but we know that there are a few who pretty sure can be counted upon to deliver the things that they do all the time. Like, for example, if any of you were watching last week's game, Tommy uh, Bahama made a play that, well, it could have gone out of the ages if it was something special, but he had done it every week prior this season. So, really, he's just cementing himself as truly a very reliable and quite talented player. You don't see many people like him in the game anymore. No, you sure do not. And uh, that's mostly because the rules of the game have changed quite a bit over the years. Oh, yes. We really need to wade into the political turmoil that wow. we've gone. The game has definitely changed since my day. I'll just say that. Yes. That's so interesting about these elderly players, seeing how they've had to adapt all these rules, you know. Sometimes they don't always like to follow them because they uh, spend quite a bit of time on the bench nowadays. Well, we have seen we have uh, seen a lot of penalties from the Miami geriatrics because of that's right. And I know um, just last week's game, the uh, the Miami J 
Jerry's had many penalties for busting, which is no longer allowed in the court. Of course, he has actually not been allowed for over 25 years, but of course, all these players have been around for more than 25 years. Yeah, like uh, Elfrod Singlestad, he's you know, just getting up there in his late 60s now. And uh, I know he's been pulling out that, that bus once or twice every game. But, you know, sometimes he takes those one on five, and he's you know, incredible. Uh, that is absolutely correct. You take the good with the bad, right? Well, that's, and that's true. And I know that their coach has said a lot about that. Uh, coach Alfonso Ribeiro has really, really been uh, driving home that, that this is this is a legacy sport for them. And though the rules have changed, the reason that the team is still around is because they bring some of that old flavor, some of that classic flavor to the game. And sure, maybe some of them forget the rules have changed. But it's maybe still, some of them forget that they're playing the game. So some of them forget their name. Yeah. But it's still a great game to watch. Now let's talk about the home team a little bit here. Yeah, why not? Now, I know that their star player, now, he's, he's had an interesting season so far, and though the season hasn't been very long, those, those first six games, they've been, uh, well, they've been interesting for him. That's right. He has been working all five of his points tirelessly every single game. Patrick Starr is quite, quite the, the star. really living up to his name. Mm-hmm. Truly. That is no misnomer. Tell you that much. What about like virtue signaling? Yeah, very well it could be. Well, yeah, you know, you know, his father was mm. back in the day. Oh, man. And you know, the interesting thing about this league is that, um, you know, they, there's no age limit, right? But That's uh, right. he's such a successful player that he's able to retire in a that's true, which is quite a, quite a shocking age to stop passing the ball. In fact, to, to drop the ball at that age is hitherto not unheard of. Hitherto not unheard That's right, but, but very rare. Very mm-hmm. rare. Now, I know that uh, this rookie team was put together um, just this season. Hockey. As, the game is hockey. Now, I know that this rookie team has been put together, well, relatively mm, short notice because a lot of the previous players either uh, switched teams in trades or aged out of the sport. That's right. And I know what you're thinking. If they switch teams and trades, then why did the team request short of players? Well, they were not trading for players. They were trading for cigarettes and other such items. Contraband items. The coaches have their own fun in this sport. And somehow, the Edmonton Oreos did not get the good side of this trade. Ended up with more cigarettes than players. And that's right. And you know, the old, the age-old adage... A cigarette can't pass the bus. And, and you know, it's, it's talk about all these rules in the game, right? Um, and so, of course, two seasons ago, they tried to, you know, ban cigarettes. But all these old players are 
their way because they had a couple of really good arguments uh, in addition to nicotine. If they were withdrawn, they could not play. And back in their day, cigarettes were just used as mouth guards. So why take away a safety equipment? They, they were really one, a mouth guard and uh, an energizer, you know? That's right. You need energy to play hockey. This sport is hockey. This sport being hockey. Now, I know that the uh, the coach of the Edmund Torio team made some interesting trades over uh, the last season and now ended up with mostly a rookie team because of a number of cigarettes that he got. And I know that uh, he was talking to you earlier, uh, Daryl, about uh, what that was like for him. And I would just love if you would share with us a little bit about what that conversation well, was Well, I'm like. sorry to interrupt, but I, I do believe we have that one on, on tape, don't we? Why don't we just play that back? Is that all right, Daryl? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, great. Here we go. Hey, Coach, uh, what are your thoughts there on the uh, all the cigarette hubbub? Hey, uh, you know, I think it's blown out of the voice, right? Because the thing that I'm thinking is, uh, I can't well, we can't, we can't do the game without Come up to the podium now. 
by oh i didn't see you there my name is john william butler allen collins bunyan virgil taylor milton the ninth third duke of wollstonecraft lilliputshire and two-time baron of eden admontiado you may perhaps also know me from my extensive work in stolid epithets daily as well as a young man's guide to the derbyshire umbrella ladies and gentlemen on this fine evening i will be your orator I will be reading from the collected poems of A. E. Houseman, which, as the title mentions, is a smashing bit of poetry by the great English scholar and poet Alfred Edward Houseman. Now, without further ado, the sixth poem, A Shropshire Lad, Part Six, by A. E. Houseman. When the lad for longing sighs, mute and dull, of cheer and pale, if at death's own door he lies, maiden, you can heal his ale. Lover's ills are all to buy, the wan look, the hollow tone, the hung head, the sunken eye, you can have them for your own. Buy them, buy them, eve and morn, lover's ills are all to sell, then you can lie down forlorn, but the lover will be well. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me tonight at Poetry Corner. It has been a pleasure. Now back to the show. All right, Clay, you're off, Clay. All right, Clay. Oh, what? Me? Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give. 
You got this, Clay. You got this. Clay, you got this. I got this. Yeah, look, literally, right here, right here. Alright, alright. Okay. Name a household item. I got it. A Coke Rock. Number one answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer, Clay. If I take your set, I never make it. Is that all three? We get a wall? We win? We win the game? Well, this guy would play the fast money, right? Oh, oh, boy. Boy, oh. you win. We get money, too? We think it's so fast, though. We're so fast at thinking. If you play, you grab. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's go. Bradley! You fast, old man, you fast. Right. I'm Ben Bradley. Yo, I didn't know you fast. Hey. Are, are you fast? What? I think I got to put in the bag, boys! Yeah! Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It's your cup. Making some progress. Name a car part you said. Craig. Craig. He's my favorite character. I'm not playing too good. 11 points. The model T. When it was first invented, it had a crank on the front. Name something. Where am I? Where to a funeral. Nothing. I hope my wife wears nothing to my Wow, one point. One? Yeah. Ah! Oh my gosh! We got 214 points! Did we win? No, no, you lost. Oh, sorry, I'm oh. Ah! Well, I think we see you, everybody. What a game! We won the game. I've been your host, Steve Harvey. I'll see you next time. Steve uh, Rogers. Thank you, Steve Harvey. That was great. That was really good. I fought in the war with Steve Rogers. And now, of course, the team's going to go back to their locker room to take a few minutes. And uh, their coaches are going to berate them. Oh, it looks like Bradley has fallen down on the ice. Why, why does Ted not get up? Why does Bradley still have a mic on him? We should somebody turn that up. I found the ice. All right, don't get Bradley, please. Help me. They're all walking away. I don't like it. Help me, please. Good place, good place. Please. All right, great. Well, welcome back, everybody. Well, the teams take a few minutes in the locker room. Before they come back out, and we sing the national anthem. We have a few more things we'd like to run through this But first, a word from our sponsor. Do you ever feel... Tired. Do you ever think to yourself, I'm with sleep? Have you ever considered falling down a flight of stairs just to have some rest? Well, do we have a solution for you? Now, you can fall asleep faster than falling down a flight of stairs. Because you're getting pushed down a flight of stairs. And it sounds just like... You got the stair lift. Now out. The stair book. The quickest way to fall asleep. You'll be down in the Thank you, thank you to our sponsors at Airbus. Huge thank you from us here to our sponsors at Airbus. And now for our other winners, congratulations to our sponsors over at Airbus. A phenomenally large thank you for the deepest bottoms of our at heart to our sponsor and their push. An absolutely ginormous, huge, humongous thank you from all of us here in the studio to our sponsors and their push. And now for our second spot. 
Thank you. 
brings a tear to my eye every time. Thank you, Michael Jackson. Woo! <laughs> and now to the American National Anthem, brought to us by our friend, John Hamm. Hello? Oh, John? Uh, Were you not told that you're supposed to sing the American National Anthem, John? I thought I was just showing up to do a lovely cameo. Well, this is not a skip the dishes commercial, John. That's this to me. But as an American, I will do it. All right, John, whenever you're ready. Great. Just uh, pulling the pipes together. <clears throat> oh, hey, can you see by the dawn's early light? <clears throat> What's so Probably we have as the twilight last leaving, whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous night, or the Oh. 
know that Clay could move like that. As we see here, the captain, Patrick Starr, is currently breakdancing on the ice, wearing skates, something that I did not think was possible. A bold entrance by the Edmonton Orioles. That's right. I will say I got scared there when Patrick Steve got frighteningly close to Duncan's throat. Mm. Little man. Very good. And now, your Miami Jerry's. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Miami They are taking their sweet time walking onto the ice. It is really lovely to see that they have their custom-made sticks, which have four legs so that they can use them as walkers. Now, I know that uh, there was debate in the league about whether this was legal or not. So, but debate. But I think we can all agree that the pros of them actually being able to stand up the whole game outweighs cons of them having four sticks instead of one. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm back. I just left, actually. John just, uh... John, wanted what? To, wanted to ask, um, do I get to play? Am I here to play? Can I do that? Do you, do you want to play, John? Uh, John Hamm is really good at hockey. You would hear that John Hamm is requesting a contract to, uh, well, one of John, how many cigarettes do you have on hand? Um, I have a pack. I'm sure the, uh, the coach of the Edmonton Oreos will trade those cigarettes for a spot on No, I will be talking. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it seems that John Hamm is currently walking down to talk to the coach of the Edmonton Oreos for a spot on the team. And uh, Michael Jackson has just walked into the booth again. What uh, can we do for you, MJ? Hey, guys. Hi. Hello, Michael. What's the... I, I just got lost on my way to the, the little bonus booth. Uh, <laughs> well, you see, you just stand in the hallway, face the door that leads to the outside, and moonwalk down the hallway, you'll find it. Thank you, Chris. Don't be so ignorant. <laughs> did, thank you, Michael. Did he just say, don't be so ignorant? Yes, he did. Hmm. All right. Um, well, it's hard to see exactly what's going on up here, but it looks like John and the coach of the Oreos are having a very friendly discussion. Perhaps we could get one of our... Uh, Cub reporters down there. Hi, I'm, I'm reporting from 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 uh, Oh, I can I can hear John Ham talking to the coach. Oh, the cigarettes have been traded, hands have been shook. Uh, a jersey was put on John Ham. It already has his name on it somehow and his favorite number. John Hamm is changing into his gear 
and we'll be uh, going on the ice uh, with the team and we'll be playing in the game with the Edmontonians. This has been Junior Cub reporter Steven Tyler. Thank you, Steve. Well, it seems that a uh, changeup has been made as John Hamm is currently playing San Francisco. And I wonder how this will change the dynamic of the team. Right, because you never really truly know how things are going to play. Hold on, another, another young gun on the team here. John Hamm? Yeah. Not exactly a young gun. But compared to the Jerry's. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, look at the Jerry's. Relative to the Jerry's, sure. But relative to the rest of the Edmonds Warriors, who are all 18 to 22. Oh, yeah, well, they're, they're, they're real young guns. But it looks like they're very excited to have someone older on the team. Maybe John Hamm will uh, introduce a new dynamic of teamwork to this otherwise... This group of young men. Young mad men. Young mad right. He might just be the one to turn this group of Oreo rookies into full blown Oreo cookies. And the game is oh apparently going to be postponed a little bit. It appears that the coaches of the two teams are now getting into a bit of a spat about how to start the game. Now, of course, the uh, the coach of the uh, Miami Jerry's, well, he's used Alfonso to the... Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso Ribeiro is used to the traditional start of the game. And as we all know, since bunting has been outlawed, um, we can no longer do the, the regular puck drop. So the, the traditional start is what you prefer, but mm. it is no longer technically in the rules. I'm just reading this right now. Um, but did you know that he was on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? And that is a TV show. Alfonso Riviero was on Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Yes, he played a uh, character named Carlton. He's in that dance. Oh, I don't think he Carlton. Yes. <laughs> well, that is. That's why, well, I guess. Shocking news. Which would then. I guess even the playing field now because then there's an actor on both teams. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know if it's as shocking to the viewers at home. I mean, I spent my whole life dedicating myself to the big game. So, well, of course, there is nothing to have any time to watch television set. Television set? Do you mean television show? I did and watched the set. You were allowed to go into the studio and watch the set. No, the television set. I believe there is a bit of confusion here. I'm about as confused as those coaches look down there. Yeah, they not look like they're having the time. I don't know. Forever you're going to get this game started. Well, you know what we could do? We could listen to the conversation because they're standing right in the middle. So we conveniently lower the mic we usually lower during wrestling night and hear what they're saying. Now I'm telling you that this is not how we start the game. We gotta do it how we always do it. How it's always been done. 
It's always been done this way, and we got to do it this way, because that's how it's always been done. Well, I'll tell you something. It's not unusual to do things the way they used to be done. Right? Yes. See, my, my cousin Will always told me that sometimes you just got to not listen to the rules, right? When you, say, when you say your cousin Will, do you mean Will Smith? Oh, okay. Great. Now, we got to do it this way because this is the way that the rules say we got to do it. We got to start the game this way, and I, I think that you're, you're being very, you sound like you're from the country club. Now, I spent a lot of time there myself. I'm not from the country club. I'm a... But uh, you're such a stickler for the rules, and I've learned how to have fun. The game's not about fun. It's about winning. We're here to win. Okay? If that's all you care about, then I I don't know what to say. But you should do it by your way. I don't I don't get this is not it's in the rules that this is how we start the game. We don't we don't start the game your way anymore because because it doesn't work. It's it's you're starting it off with a penalty and you don't want that. Maybe in life Sometimes you gotta take the penalty. No. Literally no. Why don't we settle this in the only way I know how? Which is a dance off. Um No. Does anybody have Tom Jones they can play? I will not be dancing with you. This is just let the referees let the referees be in charge. Let them make the decision. This is, I don't know why, I don't know why you're doing this like this. Why are you snapping? Stop. I'm, I'm going back to my bench. Okay. He hurt himself. Oh, he was at a on the ice. He's got Alfonso Riviera has flipped on the ice trying to have a dance-off in order to decide whose rules get to start. The players are getting antsy. They want the game to start, and yet now we have to deal with Alfonso Riviera having hurt himself. Well, luckily there is always an ambulance on set for the uh, elderly players. That's right. Paramedics are already rushing on the ice. Oh! Apparently, a little too quickly, they have all on the ice. And now we're going to need to call some paramedics for the paramedics as well. Good thing we have a backup set of paramedics. That's right. right. Because are currently putting skates on so that they can better walk on the ice. Very, very good. Yeah. We have so many here because it's very rare that we make it to the game without at least three heart attacks in the area. And I'm ironically, all of them are fine right now. That's right. Just looking at them, they are very content, very hot. Some of them seem to be asleep. In fact, most of them, or all of them, are asleep. Only those small uh, paramedics got some life alerts, am I right? <laughs> Too soon, Daryl. Too soon. Now it seems that. Uh, I've underdeveloped sense of humor because I spent my life devoting myself to the big gay. Yes, we've heard. We just talked. 
this word is hard. We've heard many times your very riveting life story of how you've devoted your entire life to the big game. That's right. All right. So the paramedics, second wave of paramedics, have got first wave of paramedics off the field. And they have all left. And now we're heading back for Alfonso Rivera. Zero. There. Saying something that I can't quite hear from here. Can we turn on the the, the race side mic again? Oh, and we drop 
Let's play the game! And here we go. Oh, uh, play the game! Oh, all right. Bradley hitting it right off the bat. Passing it over. Oh, an interception by Duncan. And he tosses the puck. Good catch by Clay. Clay passes all the way over to Patrick, their star player, team captain. Patrick has been on fire this season. In fact, Patrick is currently on fire. That's right. This is his special move that he's done every game, where he sets himself on fire and then he scores a goal. It's a great intimidation tactic, and it is blocked. Wow. The Jerry's goalie was sleeping, but happened to be in the right spot at the right time. He did knock out his denture. He is going to be missing those. Oh, someone get him, eh? Denture's tough. Let's see what they got. The puck is dropped. 
and a serve by by the Jerry's front man, Axel Rose. Spelled A X E L, of course. No, no relation. No, 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 no relation. relation. All right, a good shot. It's uh, fully in the green. They are going for it. It is passed. Duncan, Clay, Clay, to Patrick, Clay, to Clay, to Clay, to Clay one more time. After Clay, John has taken it. John has just passed it to Malcolm. I don't know if it's because he's pitying him or if he is still a little confused. John Ham, however, is doing great. We are big fans of John Ham. Oh, oh, and Malcolm is taking the puck, lining up for a shot. Can he add to this growing tally of impressive goals? The goalie for the Edmonton Oreos, um, of course, Greg Edmonton. Greg Edmonton. And isn't he indeed? What kind of goal? All right, we got a big shot for Malcolm. That thing is traveling at about two miles an hour. Will he be able to hawk it? Tune in after the break. Oh, good evening, and welcome to Poetry Corner, brought to you by Oh, I Didn't See You There. My name is John William Butler, Alan Collins, Bunyan Village of Sailor Milton the Ninth, and I'm in a bit of a rush right now, so I'm going to try and make this quick. The seventh poem, A Shropshire Lad, Part 7. When smoke stood up from Ludlow, and mist blew off from team, and blithe a field to ploughing against the morning beam, I strode beside my team. The blackbird in the coppice looked out to see me stride, and hawkened as I whistled the trampling team beside, and fluted and replied, Lie down, lie down, young yeoman, what use to rise and rise? Rise man a thousand mornings, yet down at last he lies. And then the man is wise. I heard the tune he sang me and spied his yellow bill. I picked a stone and aimed it and threw it with a will. Then the bird was still. Then my soul within me took up the blackbird's strain and still beside my horses along the dewy lane and sang the song again. Lie down, lie down, young yeoman. The sun moves always west. The road one treads to labor will lead one home to rest. And that will be the best. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me at Poetry Corner. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome Always. back to our poetry segment. And uh, this seems like all the time we have on the show. The puck is still going towards the net. And... Oh! It's a goal! A goal from Malcolm! And this will end our time as it has taken so long for this to happen that we have no time left on show. That's right. We had a lot of pre-shows that could go on, so there was not a whole lot of actual playing. The game took way longer to start than it should have because there were no hard attacks on the ice today, which is all high. Plus two soon. Down goes John Hamm. Would not have expected that from him. Oh, and Clay is joining him. He's such a team player. Will not let any of the teammates do a great thing alone. 
Clay induced a heart attack on his own so that he could join teammate John Hamm. Incredible. And if that isn't just the most touching note to end on, I don't know what is. Thank you so much for joining us today, Daryl Car Trip. Well, thanks for having me on the show. It's a real honor. Uh, of course. I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, have a good night.